the natural ones. A bunch of good guys doing bad for glory. And snacks. Listen to Big Man. Wow. Wow. Damn. But you put it out there. I mean, damn. That's right. <laughs> He's glowing. Trying to cool himself down. <laughs> I, hope I also happen to know that uh, no one's working tomorrow, so we can run a little late if we need to. Oh, people still I, work. I, I was just saying, I'm I'm working tomorrow, so yeah. Yeah. I won't be. Are, are you really? I won't be. Wor- really? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be in the office working my ass off. Thank you very much. Mm. Oh, you're in the office, aren't you? Yeah, for like a week. Are you guys doing a rotation or something? Uh, supposed to be, but I got one of my guys home. Hopefully Wednesday, I'll send another one home, and then they'll rotate. And I, I really, I talked to my. VP today and said, "Hey yeah, guys, we really check need out. To to We're recording. We need to go." Sorry, that's fine. Yeah, it's all right. We check usually have a half hour of bullshit on here. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So, are we ready? With the exception of Voss, who's going to be late, we're ready, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, when last you guys left off, um, you had arrived at the city of Toth. You had accepted um, from uh, Feral. You had accepted the job of stealing one of the lightning rails, uh, the engine specifically. You did recon on the light rail and kind of found out how it worked and where it went and what its strengths and weaknesses are, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, came up with a plan to, um, to attempt to take it. And then we're interrupted. Oh, and you came across a meeting of uh, some of the bigger people from Alftrag and Toth and a few other places uh, as they were attempting to uh, put together a plan as to kind of counter the army of Abaxis. Um, and, and, and kind of come together to be able to take, take them out or at least combat them in some way. You then, after you did your lightning rail ride, um, you went back to your place to discuss your plan. You came up with said plan, and there was a knock on the door, and you were invited by a man named um, Hartel Bronzejaw, also known as Grix. Um, you were invited to see him at a place, at a pub, in the lower part of the city called the Hairy Eyeball. Um, Croker's ears perked up immediately. He knew that name um, as soon as it was spoken as the person who had once killed him and that he has also killed. Um, so there's a little tit for tat going on there. Um, so he immediately started going out the door. You guys slowed his roll just a little bit. Um, said, wait, 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 wait. Let's think this through for just a second. Decided to go ahead and ride the heavy rail down to the lower part of town. And that is, I think, almost exactly where we let off, left off. Um, so the night is yours. Do All right, let's go. A couple of ground rules with Zoom. This should be interesting. Try to uh, Try to stay muted unless you're speaking, but feel free to come in and out freely, but just that way we don't hear, like I see Chris is eating chips and stuff like that. Like just so we can try to avoid a little bit of that. Use liberal, uh, liberal use of the mute button, please. Uh, yeah, try to come out. Yeah, there you go. You know, All right, night's yours. Uh, let's go. It's time for me to kill somebody again, apparently. Let's go try the uh, large, the heavy rail. So Did we come up with a... Oh, go ahead. Did we come up with a solution for me to get on the heavy rail? I know we talked about security being an issue, and 
the whole Minotaur thing being an issue. Was the security as uh, uh, as bad for the heavy rail as it was the light rail? So the security to get onto the heavy rail is significantly less. But once you're on the heavy rail, there's a significantly larger presence of uh, troops and, you know, citizens who are rougher and, and much more capable of fighting. Um, there's a, a quick reaction force that houses itself on the lightning rail, on the heavy light rail specifically. So we can, they can have a reaction force to any level of the city at any given time, um, you know, within just a couple of hours. So, you know, a six of one, half does the other. You could probably get on, but if you start shit, you're going to regret it type deal. Can we uh, Chewbacca him? Attempt to. Or do you have the ability to change into a smaller person? I could. I have hey. a potion of diminution that could make me smaller, and then I have my thingy of disguise to make me human. Yeah, but the uh, during the security, they detected all of our magical items and confiscated them from us. If they happen to take off your ring when you're just a gnome, I think you might cause a stir. I don't think it would get me to gnome size. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, certainly would be a challenge. Do we know how, like, why is it going to be bad? Like, why, why are minotaurs just automatically, are they just racist against minotaurs right here well most of my most of my people are most of my people are uh, shall we say more feral and more dangerous in the in the underdark you guys were warned about this when you entered the city and, and spoke to the guy at the sturgeon the turgid sturgeon um you guys were warned that in especially in the middle areas of the city um, significantly more if you're not dwarf, you're an outsider or an outcast. Um, and a minotaur as a underdark species, or at least in these guys' experiences, an underdark species, um, would cause significant problems. Okay. Maybe you could just ride on the top of the train. On the top? I got to unmute to laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that, that wouldn't cause any stir whatsoever. Well, if they didn't see you, it's possible that uh, you could just ride it. Come on, ride the train. And ride it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and ride it. Well, how, how long do we know how long the train ride is? Uh, from where you are, it's usually two hours between stations. So there's... Where you are is on one of the top levels. You stop at a mid-level, you stop at another mid-level, and then you stop at the bottom level, which is where you want to get off. So for you guys, it's two, four, six hours away right now by, by rail. Holy shit. Um, okay, well. How long can you... I could cast invisibility. Again, it's the magic thing. And it's six hours. I could cast it for a short time. <laughs> Bad idea. Sorry. Well, maybe you just stay behind. Let's go, guys. <laughs> I'm out of ideas. I'm not that smart. Meep, what do you think we should do? 
I can kick him off the Zoom if you want. That'd take care of it all. <laughs> so a couple, but because it's been two weeks, I'll give you a couple of things. As one, you were you were told that this train money talks a little more. This is much more worker class train with the uh, dwarves who staff it and and the gnomes who run the tunnels and stuff like that. So there's perhaps a way to pay to get on. Um, it's a little backdoor way. Or also you recall that this is a lot of freight. And a lot of tools and shit, so it's it's a little looser with the security rules if you can justify some things. Um, Meep's gonna walk over and take out a bag of coin and just just drop it in Cronthud's hand and say, "Don't put this in your bag. Use it for the right reason." What about a big crow? Right. Will you fit in my bag of holding? How much coin are you giving him? Um, 300. Okay. I'm hoping he doesn't need it all. Real quick, how much was a beer in this place to get a range of, of what money is? In the pub you're in, it's not much. You get a round of beer for, you know, a couple silver. Okay. And then how much would, like, as we as we walk, I'm going to start looking at the costs of items to try to get a gauge on what the city is like and an adequate cost, in the hopes that I might be able to like ask the DM for a roll to see if I understand what a good bribe would be and what a bad bribe would be. Okay, so you are specifically you're in a portion of town that's a little bit. It's this weird mix because it's a it's a, a poorer portion of town. Um, but it's also the closest to where people from other cities come in and outsiders come in. So there's, it's this weird mix of places. Well, make, make a, uh, make an investigation check for me. Okay. 21. Okay. Yeah. So it's this weird mix of places that are, you can tell are kind of, Oh, this is where the locals go. And it's relatively inexpensive. Um, you can get a good meal, you know, and, 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 um and drinks for you know a silver or two or you could even get just like a cheap meal for a couple of bronze or something like that like it's really inexpensive but then there are places that are a little more uh kept that are kind of aimed at the tourists or the travelers and whatnot and they are trying to they're like disney fire they're trying to screw people out of money um but what they're trading on there is just you know hey look this place isn't a dive bar um you know, that kind of thing. So it's, it's kind of two, I wouldn't say extreme extremes, but there's definitely like a lower end for the locals and then a, a significantly um, more expensive part for travelers or people that are just trying to fleece. Okay. So what are the locals, what are the, lo sorry, what are the locals, what do the local person look like? Uh, very working class. Okay. So I'm going to use disguise self. I'm going to ask Croker this. Croker, was there, is this something where, like, magic just doesn't work? Or can they see through all magic? Or well, when, we went, when we went through the, uh, <clears throat> when we went through the uh, security checkpoints, they definitely understood what items we had that were magic and which that were just plain, normal, everyday okay. items. They, they confiscated all magic items and actually gave... Cron Thud's hammer a twice over there before All they right. put it into the 
lockbox, well, as well, it were. Let's trust on um, the performance capabilities of, of um, our gnome and money. But I'm going to... Did they take all the items or all the weapons? They Cross took all the of the items. They they took all of the weapons, and then they took all of the magical items. I'm gonna walk over to Cronthread and and take um, 250 of that gold back. Okay. When you I walk didn't... over there, and you open the bag that you gave him, uh huh, you find sand. He didn't put it in his bag. I know. What? Apparently, I am not allowed to have any money. And you couldn't have told me that before? I didn't know. You know as much as I do. Okay, so file this away for later. Cronthud is not the party treasurer. Yeah, evidently Cronthud doesn't even know that douchebag. This has been the case since like the fifth session. You guys have never explored it. <laughs> okay, great. All right. No reason to. Cronthud. I've never needed any money for anything. Well, you, next time when weird shit like that happens, you can warn us maybe. Just a little. Yeah. Uh, it's never happened. Therefore, uh, hey, here's a warning. There you go. <laughs> Don't give me money. Apparently, it turns into sand now. <laughs> so, um, I guess we just go. Yes. Someone, someone else can try to bribe. No, you bribe. I'll just be the money bags. I'll have the money. So, we head out. Okay. Um, does one of you want a Jaeger roll Thor until he gets on? Gosh, it hurts my heart. Are we going to need to? He doesn't. Well, I don't know. Just if I don't know if you guys are planning on getting up to shenanigans. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you guys head down to the um, security office for the heavy rail. Um, and <clears throat> excuse me again, it's, it's not like there, there aren't, you know, there aren't a ton of people who use this for travel. Um, there are some, but not a ton. You get down there, um, and you're greeted, uh, at the entryway. Are you guys going to make any adjustments before you walk into the station? Um, I will have my hammer in my hand ready to, to give it over. So you guys approach the station. There are a few guards. Uh, they give you the uh, stink eye quite a bit. Um, and they fall in behind you once they see Brightax. Uh, well, Brightax and Otham, since you guys didn't make any changes. Um, so there are, they're giving you a little bit of distance, but you are definitely being watched at this point. Um, as you approach the first kind of set of stations, um, there's a dwarf there. Typical dwarf, big kind of chubby fellow, huge beard. Um, he's he's kind of a pencil pusher, but he's still got the full you know armor and helm and all that kind of stuff. He's got a couple of war hammers hanging off of his side, um, and he just looks up at you and like, where, where the hell do you think you're going? Well, we'd uh, like to book some passage on the train. We have to go very deep. We're headed to a uh, tavern down below. I'm going to jingle my change purse when he says that. And we'd like to have no, you know, no, no problems, no imperial entanglements. Ah, 
And uh, again, you haven't answered the question. What uh, what takes you down there? Uh, we're heading to a bar to discuss some matters with a gentleman that apparently does not live in the best part of town. He looks over at me. He looks over at Meep and then uh, kind of looks back at you, Kron Thud, and, and what's the name of this bar? Uh, I believe it's the Hairy Eyeball. The Hairy Eyeball? Yes. He takes a look around. Um, make a persuasion check. Uh, make it with advantage since Meep is helping you. Actually, Meep needs to make the check, uh, but you can do it with advantage, Meep, since you're the one jingling the coin purse. Okay. Uh, can we wait? I need to make. Either you make it with advantage, or you each make it a, just a regular check. Let's each make a regular. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Seventeen. I got a fifteen. So. All right. So. What do you want from me? Oh, I'm sorry. Say that again. Something popped up on my screen. I had to read it. What do you want from me? Uh, we would just like to uh, be able to get on the train without... Well... Worry of, you know, like being stopped. We can give you the our magical items and all of that as as per normal, but we would like to not have to worry about our friend the Minotaur getting onto the train. Well, you guys are uh, you're a bit of an odd group. See, it just had to. You know, the teachers have been using this all freaking week. He knows how to handle it. Recording. I believe that's Michelle. Good, but they can't hear you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, we can. And I love that he's getting bitched out and, and right right. It's great. You mean about you being but you the teacher can't hear all week? Them. Oh, but we can hear you. Oh. Hear you. I can I can hear you. You're in my headset. Hey, there you go. Okay, I gotta ask, how are you guys doing these backgrounds? Those are tripping me out. <laughs> we just know things. You There's want to change the option. background, you go to stop the, the video arrow and you click on virtual background and then you change it. Ah. I can't do it because I don't have an actual background behind me. It's, it uses like a green screen. I don't have a background behind me either. It's my room. It just throws it up there, dude. It's super cool. Yeah, yeah it is. Because I got too many different colors. It drives oh, okay. one color. You have one wall. One That's true. Wall. I got a couple walls. Okay. I don't. Fair enough. Because you watch. I tried to do this one. <laughs> He's like cupping my, my head in his hand. His head, your head? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. All right. So, so Voss, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Thank you. So you guys are trying to barter your way onto the, uh, to the train right now. Yeah, I heard that part. Okay. So we would just would like to get him onto the train. And what assurance do I have that he's not going to cause any trouble or the bugbear for that matter? Oh, well, the bugbear is just a, he's just a teddy bear. Uh, I'm going to slip in, I'm going to slip in um, 15 gold pieces and use a stealth sleight of hand to slip it in his pocket. Okay, make a sleight of hand check. Holy crud, yay, I'm rolling good, which means I'll die quickly once we start playing. Uh, 
27. Okay. Wow. He doesn't even know you slipped it in his pocket. Uh, and I'm no, going to say. Check <laughs> your pocket. You said 15? Yeah. Okay. He goes, well, uh, perhaps we could come to some arrangement, but I don't know. Minotaur is a pretty big ask. Oh, come on. Come on, man. And I'm going to pull uh, a, a handful of some fabric or piece of cheese or something out of my pocket. I'm just going down to see my, my, my lady, and I'm going to smooth my, my fur down a little bit and look nervous. It gives you the strangest look. Ah. <laughs> uh. All right. Still, perhaps an arrangement can be made. All six of you are going? Aye. Aye. And? Yes, we said yes. Aye. Aye. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Sorry. <laughs> well. <clears throat> All right. Ticket cost is, uh, where did my ticket cost go here? Ticket cost is, uh, fuck if I know what it is. Where'd I put it? It's free. Woo! Yeah. Uh, ticket, <laughs> yeah it's good. ticket cost is about three gold each for, uh, for a freight car. If you don't mind riding in freight. Yeah, we don't mind. So three times uh, six is uh, like 15, right? Three times six, I believe it's like 30. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that's not, that's not correct. Uh, it might be more like 16. Mm. Plus the it 15 like that you already have in your own pocket. He, he looks at Meep um, as the person who was jingling the change purse and says, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm pretty good at math. <laughs> and uh, it's 30. Um, um, I'm going to drop him 25 and say, I think that's about right. There's your uh, 30. Make a persuasion check. Shit, this guy's... Sorry. Wouldn't that be 40? Uh, that'd be a natural nine. <laughs> he glares at you and he kind of grumbles for a second. And you see him look at the three security goons that are keeping a respectful but obvious distance from you. And he kind of gives them the eyeballs to go ahead and take off. And he says, you can ride with steerage, but you still have to check your weapons. All right, thank you very much. So he walks you down a, um, down kind of a longish ramp uh, onto literally not even, you know how, you know how when a train pulls up to a station, it kind of is right up there, it's level, the doors open up and you're, you know, onto the boardwalk or whatever it is. Right. He literally takes you down off of that onto the ground, into the gravel, all the way toward the back of the train um, and has you in one of one of the very last freight cars. So there's um, 
there are kind of three flatbeds at the back of it, and then there's a box in front of them. So the fourth car from the back is a box car. Um, that's where he puts you. There is another dwarf in there who is directing a couple of others that are just, he's kind of the load master. He's telling them where to put everything. Um, and they finish up and, and then he stays in the car with you. Um, and says, if you have any last things to do, now is the time. And the guy you paid walks off and the load master just sits there, just staring at you. That's not disconcerting at all. Well, gentlemen, do you have anything else to do? Nothing but get on this train. All right. Okay. No, no. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say something. I was going to. Okay. You're good. So you guys sit in there. I mean, it's another 15 or 20 minutes before the train actually leaves. Um, but once it does, you hear kind of the grinding of the wheels as it starts to go forward a little bit. Um, it is, again, it's on, uh, it's kind of a single, kind of like a monorail, um, but you still hear some grinding. There's some kind of mechanism that's going like that. And it just starts to go forward slowly, slowly, slowly. But you notice, unlike the other lightning rails, so the, the light one kind of took off and stopped um, at a, a the, the pace was different every between every stop. This one just kind of slowly gets up to speed, but it's a constant. Um, and by the time you get up to speed, you're going, Again, not real fast by today's standards. You're 13, 14 miles an hour, um, but it feels really fast to you. Um, it is because it's a box car. He does the loadmaster does have the side of it open, so you're getting quite a bit of breeze. It's a little hard to hear each other as you're speaking, if you're speaking. Um, but he, they get up to go, and it's you're just moving. You have about, I mean, it's approximately six hours. What, how are you going to spend your time? Well, what does steerage look like? Like, we got people in here with us, I'm sure, packed in. Um, there are only a couple of other people in there with you. Um, oh. It's really, this is for, like, the people who are stealing a ride. It's like, you know, the, the people that would hop a train um, that appear to have hopped on. You, well, you did see one hop on after you and kind of paid the loadmaster a couple of silver. Um as it as it moved on like it's it's clearly it's it's a way of transit for people of no means uh, but they're definitely keeping you away from the rest of the population of the train there's no third class passengers here like this is really nothing so it's a freight car it's full of different types of crates um it's not even necessarily luggage from the other passengers it's just lots and lots of different crates of varying size and design uh, it appears to be, by the markings on the crate, it appears to be industrial equipment, but you can't, without opening it, you can't really tell. Mm. I'd like to chat up the Loadmaster, and I'm going to use some Thieves' Cant with Croker um, to check out some of the uh, weaknesses and ways you might exploit this freight area to sneak a crate on the size of Bright Axe. And I'm going to just chat up the loadmaster and see if I can find out further information of how the crates get on there, what you have to do to get them on there, how many crates a day they take, and just general information that might be advantageous to us. Okay. Are, so then, are they uh, inspected? Do they inspect yeah. the crates? I mean, are they you know, magically looked at? And, yeah. and I'm not going to just say, hey, well, no. the crates with magic, but, but 
No, that's something I'd do. More is uh, more using my technical knowledge to try to act like I'm just generally enthralled and amazed by this magical, amazing creation. Like I'm just a kobold. I've never seen anything so amazing. Okay. Um, why don't you make a um, just a regular charisma check? Uh, and Otham, why don't you go ahead and uh, either do one as well or, uh, or Chris, you can roll with advantage. Do one as well. Uh, hey, can I uh, touch you on the arm there? Mm-hmm. Give you a little guidance? Yeah, have, sure. Have you rolled yet? I, I did not. How did he scouts on her? Okay. While they're touching each other, I do what I did on the uh, fast rail there. So I just observe. I watch how many times we start and stop, what happens, make sure I'm looking out each side of the wherever the windows are so I can see what's going on on the stations when we start and stop and both sides, see if anybody's getting off or on, that whole thing. So the same thing I did at the other one. Okay, make an investigation check for me. I got a 13. Okay. Uh, investigation, you say? Yes. Uh, 14. Okay. So as you guys are moving, um, Chris, you, you have a conversation. You and Otham have a conversation with him. And you actually are asking him some decent technical questions. And he doesn't seem super interested. And then Otham comes up and does his kind of country bumpkin thing. And you can tell he gets a little annoyed with it. Um, you gather from the few answers he's willing to give, it's a pretty straight up operation back on this part uh, where he works. Um, and you gather that he's also, as, as far as the people who are allowed to get on board or people that you know are in the car with you, um, he's pretty much for sale, uh, a little cheaper than what you actually paid, um, but you'd have, to, uh, you'd have to know how to be able to find him. But it's possible. Um, Can I get his information? I'm sorry? Can I get his information? Say stuff like, um, say that there's, um, like, you, like we have to talk to the loadmaster, from what I understand, in order to get crates on. And my question is, do we go directly to him and pay him to get the crates on, or is there someone else we go to? Um. He gives you a bit of an odd look and says, do I look like the man who you talk to about much? Hey, man, I'm just a kobold. Yeah, you look pretty responsible. You look like you got some authority. He just kind of chuckles at that and pulls out a flask and takes a drink and then just turns away from you. He's really not interested in the conversation very much. Okay. Croker, you, on the other hand, as you're going, you said you rolled a 14? Um. You, as you're going, so the car itself, I mean, it's truly a box car, so there's really not much to look out of except for that door that he's got slid open. A lot of what you see is just rock, rock, rock. It's very much you're in your own tunnels. Um, you do notice because you're on the right track, um, there's a left track right next to you that appears to be empty. Um, at some point, another train will pass by you, like it's, it's, you know, it's going the opposite way. So you do know, what you know is there's a train that goes up and a train that goes down. Um, at some point, the two meet. There are only a couple of stops. There are slightly longer stops, and the loadmaster hushes you and tells you kind of, you know, shut the fuck up type deal um, and, and don't get seen back here. 
so you guys chill for a little bit uh, after, you know, 20, 25 minutes of a stop uh, that you gather as an all load offload. Um, it gets right back up to speed again. Um, that's really all you notice. There are a couple every now and again, you'll see you as you pass by, it's a little fast for you. But you see some lights that are like work lights or something, but you don't quite make out what they are. It's just you're just not used to observing things this quickly. Um, but there were, you know, lights along the way here and there um, at some point, but you didn't really catch how or why. I'm going to uh, sit in, uh, I'm going to sit and pray for a little while. Okay. Well, these guys are all walking around. Okay. Anybody else? I'm just going to keep on observing as we, as I did the whole, you never know when you're going to see a, a specific uh, stop that they do something special at or take notice of uh, certain people that come on that they might show deference to that we might be able to utilize if we recognize them or the type of person or the uniform that they're wearing or maybe some sort of symbol that, you know, these people did are elders or local politicians or something like that. Right. Okay. So I, I'm going to spend the whole trip down just looking for all those different things, observing as best I can while being unobtrusive. Um, Rolthor, are you with us? One second, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, I got there. He is. Yeah. Hold on. One second. Okay. Keep keep on going. I'm sorry. Okay. No need for uh, fireball yet. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, so it's a good six hours later. Um, you guys go ahead and mark yourselves for short rest if you need it. Uh, we'll we'll consider that a short rest. Um, you unload again. You're at the ass end of the train. Uh, you unload accordingly. And the loadmaster kind of shushes you through a couple of different tunnels that are not through the main station. Um, so you go, it's kind of through a series of, of, of um, like access or maintenance type tunnels uh, and leads you out onto a rather wide promenade that is very crowded with a lot of different species of people, different races of people. Um, you're in a very mixed part of town right now. Oh, great. More, more like our place. All right. He's just not listening to on headsets. I'm getting feedback. I mean, I'm not listening on a headset, but... I don't know. I started getting feedback from you. <laughs> also, how do I do short rest? Uh, there should be a thing to click on short rest, and then I'll give you a timer. You have to click it again after the, before the timer runs out. Top right, if I remember correctly. Is that right, guys? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess I don't need it because I'm full hit points. Yeah, you may not need it. Oh, okay. Short rest doesn't do anything for your hit points unless you roll hit die, but it will. It can do some things for your abilities. Yeah, I was just checking my abilities, but they're all unchecked, so. Okay. All right, so you guys are in kind of a major – it's a crowded portion of town. Um, what you going to do? I kind of want to know where the boxes go. Like, do I see the loadmaster, what he does with them? Like, do they go down the access tunnels we went through and then basically out 
I mean, that's the way they get him out and in, right? Yeah, he shooed you out of there pretty quickly, but it was it was clear that they were going to unload from where he was, right? So we walked he, so out he, of the access tunnels. He, he got you guys out of there and took you into the access tunnels and said, just follow this type thing. Okay. Um, but you, you didn't actually see the tra- the freight car get unloaded from there. But it was clear, like, there was a, as you got off, there was equipment, there were, you know, um, um, crane is the wrong word, but, you know, different, like, loading nets and things like that. Like, you could tell that there were carts and things like that. It was going to unload in that area. And you don't have to think of it on the fly, but I do want to check out what some of the crates were labeled, like, what they were carrying. Uh, it was very much, it was, um, I don't know specific labels, but it was very much industrial equipment and okay. things for um, construction, like like okay. like construction of like walls and stuff. It wasn't. I won't say it was bricks, but it was like mortar and it was tool, you know, trowels and tools and things like that. So does the city look a lot different down here than it did up? Up top. It does for one, and you guys all have um, dark vision, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, but for one, there's definitely there's significantly less light. There's just less ambient light. Um, the it's it's wetter. It's damp, I guess. Um, it's colder. So those are kind of the environmental factors. Um, as you're walking along, there are very few places. You know, in Whereas on top side, you know, when you went into the turgid sturgeon, um, outside of it were kind of lanterns hanging off the post, you know, kind of lighting the general area. Um, here there are little globules of like glowing lichen or something like that, or lichen or whatever, however you pronounce it, um, or different types of glowing moss. Like the light sources are these odd light sources that are very, uh, you know, kind of when you think underdark, it's a it's a little bit like that. Like it's very glowing fungi and, and things like that. Um, as you look around, you do notice that there are significantly more um, races represented. So there's, in, in addition to dwarves, there's also like Duragar. Um, there are drow, some, not many. Um, there are uh, some dark gnomes, uh, not many, again, and they look a little uh malnourished i guess not maybe not quite malnourished but they look hungry and look a little, little haggard uh but then there are other races as well they're you know just just what you'd expect in any kind of landscape they're tiefling and human and and all kinds of stuff so um it's interesting the the entirety of it is much rougher it's very it's not even you know it's 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 almost um like miners type work you know miners and bricklayers and and really kind of uh, appear to be a much more, more blue collar. Yeah, well, not just blue collar, but a little more rough and tumble. Like they're they're used to having to you know fight for what they get. Basically, they they eat what they kill type uh, type people. Gotcha. Well, I'm gonna fly and find another sfliflimblimblin okay. that looks malnourished, and uh, I'm gonna flip him a coin and say, "Go have a meal on me, brother." And I am in um, my vestments again, so. Right? They gave us all our stuff back? Yeah, you've got all your stuff back. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I look like a priest and whatever. Okay. Um, he looks at you like you just gave him a fortune, uh, which to him it is. Um, and just he, he does a, a 
Thank you. He doesn't, you can tell he doesn't quite recognize, like he doesn't recognize your vestments. He doesn't recognize you as a follower of Kellenbor, but he yeah. recognizes you as a person of the cloth. That's fine. And just kind of gives a, a thank you, Father, and, and just kind of hustles off to, to do whatever. There you go. All right. Anyone else? I suppose I should ask, maybe I ask him real quick. Uh, do you know where the, the hairy eyeball is? Uh, 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 um, I, I don't know that one specifically. Is that, is that, is that, is that a pub? What, what is that? Is it that is a pub? A, is it an inn? Is it a, is it a tavern? Yes. I have uh, some people that I am going to minister to. Okay. Um, um, wait right here. I'll be back in 10 minutes. And he goes scurrying off. All right. Do I see you I'm on mute. I don't like that at all. Do you, do you have a sense? of where this person is. Yes. So your sense, you feel that he, you, this is the closest you've been to him since you stabbed him in the back, basically slit his throat, whatever it is you did to him. Um, he's still not next to you by any stretch, but he's, he's somewhere kind of on this level. Um, you know, you get the idea that he's, he's within half a mile, three quarters of a mile, somewhere in there. In which direction? If I start walking um, in one direction, does the feeling get less or strong? It's actually, it's strange because you would have thought it would have, but it's hard to say. Mm. It's like he's in an odd, it's like he's everywhere and nowhere at once. <clears throat> so do we have a plan of what you would like to do, Croker? Are we going uh, in guns blazing or are we going in to discuss first? Oh, there's no discussion for my part. Part. So, do you just want him dead, or do you actually want to be the one to make him dead? Oh, yeah, I have to make him dead. Okay. Do we know? Do we know that he already made him dead once? I haven't said anything. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know that you've ever discussed it. Gotcha. So, is this the first person that you have found after your reawakening? Uh, well, the first person that I'm this close to, I had a feeling in Aftrag, but that feeling went away when uh, the sky fell. <clears throat> All right. Well, I am behind you. I will help you in whatever way you need. Uh, are there any uh, Are there any kids walking around, youngins? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not... It's it's a little um, street urchin-y, maybe. I'm not sure you, how yeah. you pronounce it, but it's it's yeah. They're sure. They're I'll take a street urchin. Okay. I don't I don't trust the I don't trust the guy we just gave something to that ran away and will be back in ten minutes. Okay. He seemed a little skittishy. Do we want to okay. wait the ten minutes? There it goes. Sorry, I was having trouble with my screen. That's all right. Do we want to wait the ten minutes? Well, we, do, we can if you want. If not, if you just want to go looking around, that's fine. Well, He's very excited to be around. able to help us. All right, well, I'll, I'll give you your 10 minutes, but then we're going we're gonna to have to move. It's literally like six and a half minutes later. 
and this gnome comes running right back up to you. Um, and you do notice he's got three or four other gnomes of very similar features with him. Then um, he says, "Well, I, I, ooh, I was asking, I was asking my group of friends here, um, and and a couple of them, they they know where it is. They'll they'll lead you there if you'd like them to." And you can tell he's, there's there's a bit of an expectation there. Yeah, we can use them. Take us there, and you will receive the same amount that you just received. They are like giddy, and they start just you know follow us, follow us, follow us, and they just kind of start weaving their way very expertly through this crowd that's on this kind of promenade here. Um, they take you, they walk with you for um, I don't know half mile ish somewhere in that neighborhood, um, and then they point out a pub that is 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 kind of carved back the face of it is almost like carved back into the rock um and it just has a very simple name it just said you know hairy eyeball on the top and then it's got a simple um um uh, trademark i guess um that is just an eyeball um with lots of what you suppose is supposed to be hair coming off of it but it really it doesn't look like much uh, and there is loud boisterous music coming from inside um, and people appear to be having a good time. It's also um, roughly, I mean, you're getting on, it's it's past like um, like the first shift. So it's you're getting a lot of people who are, um, you know, getting ready to eat their meal or just, you know, kind of kick back for a night, um, work hard, play hard type crowd. Excellent. How's my, how's my spidey sense? Again, it's hard to say. It's weird. You would expect to be able to like it to be throbbing if you were on top of him. And he's kind of, you've gotten closer. It's kind of, he's everywhere and nowhere at once, but within, instead of that half mile, three quarter mile range, it's within like a quarter mile. Like it's, it's just, it's hard for you to nail down. You're not sure why. Mm. I say we go in. I'm going to flip the, I should look in my pouch. Do I have another coin now that it's been a while? Yeah, you would. I give him. I give them another coin and say, "Hurry off! Hurry off! You never saw us here." All right, they are extremely excited to uh, receive this from you, um, and uh, and and they just take off, kind of, you know, a yippee, and they take off. All right, let's go in. You are leading this party. Should. Uh, should Brydax stay by the door outside just in case we have a runner? Well, I don't want him to, I don't want to have everybody turn and look as soon as we walk in. Right. Meep, why don't you go in first? I can't hear you. Your, your fingernail's not no, working. No, I, I, I was hit the wrong button. It's all right. Yeah, I'll go in first. Sure. Wait, you don't want everybody to look at us, though, right? No. Okay. I probably so you want me to stand in. back by the door? Well, I don't want you to enter until we call for you. Fair enough. I'll linger by the door. I'd like to. I'd like to sneak in if I could. Oh, sneak in. Okay, gotcha. Well, me. I like to walk in and get along to the side. Wait. Do you want me to draw people's attention while you sneak in on the side? I'm pretty sure I could draw some attention if I walked in the door. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'll follow you. We'll head off to the right, and Croker, you can sneak off to the left. You want to get up on my shoulder or something? Oh, totally. I mean, how, how's somebody going to look away from that? 
you can't look away from that. That's like a that's like a train wreck. Hop on All up right. here, little buddy. Okay, I'm up on his shoulders. <laughs> All right. Um, you do well, Meep and uh, Bridax. I'm sorry, Meep and Otham. Um, hey, try to ignore the tiny little penis stuck up against the back. Of your head. <laughs> <laughs> Make a uh, I'm just the whole time. I'm like, I'm just like shaking my head. <laughs> Each of you make what may be of the campaign the first performance checks. Oh, oh, yay. Nat 20. Nice. Jeez. He brings uh, it when he doesn't your, need it. You found your calling, finally. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, you're going to have to get new levels in Bard. <laughs> <laughs> so what is, your, uh, what is your Nat 20? What does that actually turn out to be after your modifiers? Uh, and what, that's uh, performance? Yeah. <laughs> that's a minus one, so it's a 19. 19, all right. Chris, what'd you get? I got an 11. Nice. It's right. hard bouncing up there. Whoa! <laughs> all right, so you guys do draw a um, a decent number of eyeballs. Um, Roll Thor, you get your own fair share of odd and dirty looks as well. Um, Brightax amazingly he sees there are seven or eight who are kind of over in a corner sharing a table who look at him with nothing but just hatred and disgust but everybody else kind of ignores him it's very strange um what do you want to do get a beer okay place is crowded uh you kind of belly up to the bar uh an older dwarf kind of sidles on up he looks really rough and tumble he looks like he's kicked his fair share of people out of here um, I'll take beer. a large and a small beer. I get the large. I get the small. He just shakes his head, gives you a couple beers, says that'll be a silver. I'll throw on the silver. All right. What else? Um, I'm going to try to uh, follow Croker. Yeah, as soon as as soon as they have. Uh, sufficiently distracted everybody i will just kind of come in and go in the opposite direction staying towards the back okay if uh, i make, could if you're trying to be stealthy make a stealth roll otherwise uh just tell me what you're looking for uh i'm not trying to be too stealthy just i just don't want everybody to turn and look at me i on the other hand i'm trying to be stealthy because i don't want to uh Alert anybody to Kroger. Okay, I, go ahead and make a stealth roll. I did. I rolled a 21. Oh, nice. 21. Okay. Going to be my best roll of the night, boys. There we go. <laughs> All right. And so you're just, what, you're observing the room, or what are you looking to do there, Kroger? I'm, I'm looking to see if, uh, what's his name is here? I want to see if, uh, Grix? if uh, Grix is here. Um, make an investigation check. So, yeah, so as soon as I come in, I try to stay to the shadows like I usually do and scan the crowd. Oh, natural 20. Yeah. Okay. Natural 20. You are very sure that he's not here. He is not here. But you do feel um, the, the bartender is eyeing you. Um, he, he's having trouble... He's trying to act like he's not eyeing you. Nice, Nick. Well done. Um, he's trying to uh, act like he's not watching you, but his eyeballs keep darting to you. All right, so I walk on over to him. 
I'm sorry, I can't stop looking at Nick. He looks like he's a unibrow. Yeah. <laughs> so he um, he takes a step back from the bar itself, and is just like, "Wow, are you him?" Are you him, Croker? Oh, I know what he said. Oh, I say that to you. <laughs> are you him, Croker? Are you just staring him down? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm just staring at him. <laughs> okay, uh, make an intimidation check. Thirteen. Thirteen. He's not that intimidated. Not really, but he's 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 gone from. He's gone from. Um, Slightly intimidated to a little more relaxed, a little more curious, I guess, is probably what he, what you, what your read on him is right now. So, Mr. Bartender, uh, exactly who do you think he is? Seems like well, an my name is, my name is Swarm, and if you're the guy with the throat, I've been asked to take you to the back room and meet a man. Then let us go. Mm-hmm. Are you the guy with the throat? Remember, he's wearing an ascot. Nobody can see it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, late player. Well, that's why I asked. If you see it, it's the last thing your eyes will set upon. I pulled down mm-hmm. the ascot. <laughs> I pulled down the ascot real fast. <laughs> Right. Well, I rolled a natural twenty for my insight check. Also, my best roll of the night, probably. So, um, he he takes your meeting, and he says, "Look, I can I can take you back to the room right now." He isn't here yet. That's all I know. Let's go have a seat then. All right. Take us there. All right. So, are you all going in? Um, I, it's just Cronthod and I because those guys are at the other end of the bar, being a distraction, right? At this point, yes. So I, 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 with my hands in my robe, I hit my fingernail. And I say, you'll take me and my friend here to the back room. We'll wait for Grix there. Okay. Lead on, barkeep. All right. And then I let go of the fingernail. All right. Um, he takes you back in this back room. It's a decent-sized room. It's um, probably, I don't know, 35 feet by 35 feet. Um, there are some tables kind of in the center. There's really, there's not much along the walls, but in the center, there's, there's three or four tables, uh, with the appropriate chairs. Um, you know, uh, uh, the floor is, it feels like a stone floor, but it's got a big kind of throw carpet thrown on it. Um, it's really, it's like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a Turkish rug. Like it's really intricate. Um, little chandelier hanging down uh that's one of those kind of wagon wheel type chandeliers with the spokes on it but instead nice, of candles at the nice. top it's it's um yes it's like yes. that glowing fungus um there's kind of a low um it's it's like a purplish din to the room you guys can see just fine in there because your dark vision it's not a big deal um but you, you know you notice these things um he says uh you know is there anything you want while anything you want while you're waiting he'll have a milk yeah. I'll have a strong 
whatever I drink. All right. Um, he, he, okay, he just takes off. And you guys are sitting in there by yourselves. Okay. All right, so then... Broker, what's the, what's the plan? Well, I, I, I hit my, uh, whatchamacallit, I hit the fingernail again. Okay. So everybody can hear. Well, not everybody, just the people with the nails. Well, that would be Meep and Meep. Me. No, I, I have Rolthor a has one too, yeah. Oh, Rolf, oh okay. I guess I'm just nobody. <laughs> so, uh, we are, uh, we're in a, we're in a nice size room in here. The barkeep just let us in. I'm waiting for Grix to come in. If he comes in alone, there's going to be potentially quick trouble in here. So be ready to hit the doors. If he doesn't come in alone, you got to let us know what we're walking, what's walking in on us. In other words, always watch the door. Yeah. I'll whisper, we're ready. We're ready. I'm so ready. Uh, Krantha, do we want to just go to the far corner? Yes. Is there a ta- Was there a table in the room with some uh, chairs? Yeah, there, was, there were three or four of them, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a, like a tap room or something, like a side room. Yeah, kind of. Let's, you want to sit, we'll sit at the farthest table from the door. Okay. With our backs to the wall. Do we want to search the room to see if there's any other entrances or exits? Yes, that might be a good idea. Let's search to see if there's any entrances or exits. Okay. Uh, make an investigation check. Either both of you make one or make one with advantage. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, I only have a plus three on investigation. Oh, only. Well, you, then you should do it with advantage. Oh. <laughs> 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 so uh, we're, uh, I, I fingernail. We're searching the room. Watch our backs. Okay. Make your roll. Uh, 16, 17, 19. 19. 19 is the better roll. 16 or 14. All right. So you kind of walk along all the walls. You're kind of tapping on the walls, looking for a hollow spot. Um, the walls, by the way, are, uh, they're largely stone and or brick. Uh, uh, or, or I didn't see if you were play. tuning in, in Tokyo there. Me? No. Me. Alex. Oh. Or me. Anybody. Somebody. Um, um, all right, guys, everybody. Stop for a second. Okay, so I've been sending like chats, and I don't think any of you have gotten any of them. Yeah, I got them. I've been responding. Okay, you have Croker, but I don't think anybody else has. So check your chats. My chat is on, but there's a there's a chat the, button. I've not received one from you. It's the bottom. I'll send you. Oh, a I just see. I see it. Why can't you just send a text message? Yeah, don't um I don't know how many windows I could have open over here. Yeah, I'm I've only got two screens. Oh, you're on your iPad. I'd rather just for game purposes, let's let's uh, you guys can communicate to each other all you want, but tell me what you're doing um out loud. Oh Um, yeah, no 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 no. It's not to hide stuff from you. Like I I just to communicate while you guys are talking, so yeah, we don't all have talk once. 
it was it was side conversations that we'd have during regular play. Gotcha. Okay, so you guys sit in there for. Well, actually, first let me go back to the point I was trying to make. Um, so you guys, you know, tap along all the walls. You're looking for stuff. You don't find um, anything that would indicate any sort of secret entrance or anything like that. Oh, can you uh, can you describe uh, Grix? Yeah, last time last time you to... saw him, he was a dwarf. Um, he was fairly well built, like he was stout. Um, he was not a a, you know, when you think of some dwarves, you think of kind of that, that pudgy type, or you think of that really strong muscular type. He was much more the latter. Um, excuse me. Um, he, let me pull him up here. There we go. Um, so yeah, he was a pretty, pretty tough guy, uh, tough looking guy. Um, he was even, for a dwarf, even a little lithe, which is still, you know, pretty stout by most people's standards. Um, and you remember him as being very um, quick as well as deadly. Um, you just happened to, when you got him last time, you just happened to, uh, you know, you happened to sneak up on him. You, you were the faster draw that day. So I, I, I make sure that I, I make sure that I relay all this to, everybody before we came in i explained what he looked like sure also okay. he might have the same pallor as i do so okay. if you see a dwarf wearing an ascot that's really it. <laughs> i'll right. think i'm going to be nearby the door or move closer to the door so that we're available uh one to help bust in if things get out of hand to keep an eye out for this Grit character and give them the rundown on who might be, like how many people are walking in the situation. Okay, so just real quick, so you and Otham are just outside the door. Um, Kronthud, you're in. Croker, you're in. Uh, Bright Axe, where are you? Last I know, I'm standing outside the door of this tavern, kind of waiting for them to wave me in. Okay, you're very thirsty. Um, and then Rolthor, where are you? I'm outside with Bright Act. Oh, you are? Okay. That's a good yep. call. All right. So you've got two in the two guarding the door, two inside the joint, and two deep inside the joint. Okay. Yes. All right. We're ready. All right. A long time passes. I'm going to send uh, a couple beers outside. Okay. Because I know Bright Axe won't make it. Okay. Uh, Meep and Otham, uh, Meep especially, is getting a little antsy, uh, but it's been 45 minutes and still literally nothing. Is there anybody can annoy around me? Otham. Okay, I'll start. When, when I'll the, start when his the hair bark, oh. His arm hair, I'll start braiding it together. <laughs> what are you doing? When the bartender comes back into the, uh, to bring us our drinks, I ask what the delay is. So, yeah, he comes in and he drops you a bunch of stuff, and, and um, he even gives you a bunch of some food, just says it's on the house. Um, he, he's, he's like, I don't know. I have no idea. It's, it's I'm providing you a room and whatever you want on the house. That's all I know. Hmm. He just turns around and walks back out. Broker, this thing is very odd to me. 
This seems very odd. I do not like this we too much. We assassinate a gentleman, and he is providing us food and drink and a room for a discussion. Like, what are we doing here? <sighs> could it be possible that he could he could be allying himself to you? Well, truth be told, I've already killed him once. What? When I first woke up upon the table after your god brought me back, him and uh, you're making me go way back now. <laughs> Who's the dude that started with a Q? Started with a Q. Who the hell was in there? The 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 main bad, the big bad from the from what from Alftrag there. I mean, you had run-ins with Nexor Deepwater. You had run-ins. That's who with, it was, uh, okay. Nexor, because right. it was Nexor Deepwater and Grix were in the room when I came to. Yes. Right. Yes. And you killed Grix. I should have went for Deepwater first, but Grix was closest. But he has been brought back as well. Apparently. I don't know if this person is pretending to be Grix or Grix himself. But you you have a feeling, you have the sense that he is around. That he, is, he is near here and responsible for my death. Hmm. Now I really do want to speak with him. He so, before it is possible that. Do we hear into this conversation? None of this. You haven't had the. the no, I haven't. Yet. No, I haven't. It's just us two. That's fine. I, I tell the bartender next time he comes in to take care of that, that weird. That weird fellow with the thing on his shoulder. He made me laugh. He's telling you. The weird fella. To, to give them drinks. With the oh, thing on his shoulder. Me. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> the thing on the shoulder was... <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Meep and Autham, you guys are standing there. Meep, you're attempting to braid his arm hair, which is weird, but whatever. Um, Autham, you, are, you and he are, are kind of chit-chatting back and forth. You're, you're trying to stay on guard, but you're getting really kind of bored. Um, you notice a large flash from under the door of the room that Croker and Crompton uh, uh, were in. Just a large flash of light. I move that way. We're going in. Yeah, I okay. move that way. We're going. You guys kick in the door and... What do we see? Nothing. There's nothing in the room. Um, and in fact, there is a circle in the Turkish carpet, in the Turkish rug. There's a huge circle missing from it, um, and there is a teleportation circle drawn under that. Use your finger now, me. Where's he at? Can you talk I'll, to him? 
I'll talk to him real quick. I'm like, Coker, Coker, where, where, where the hell did you guys just go? Uh, the room you guys are in is pitch black. Like it's dim even by your standards. Um, and it just appears to be uh, block, uh, block wall all the way around. Um, I'm right here. You can see our family. <laughs> Sorry. Do what? We know each other are here. Can we see each other? You can see and hear each other, yeah. But it's more like um, when you're moving around in your house at like three in the morning, when you've turned off all the lights and you're trying to sneak up the stairs, it's more you're feeling your way around than seeing your way around. That's about the level you can see at. So you see each other's shapes, but you don't really, even with your dark vision, you don't see a whole lot of detail on each other. Did we see them come through the door? You're not in the same room as them. You heard what oh. he said through your fingernail. Oh. Do you have some sort of light spell to cast? Do I? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know if I have something to... Okay. Meep, what are you and Otham doing right now? Um, okay, well, I'm going to start searching the room. I know it's it, for anything else that might have, like, any hint or clue of where this might have taken them. I, if I could figure anything out like that, I'm going to drop to the floor. Start smelling it for any types of uh, magical incense that were used, or if it was mechanical in nature or strictly arcane. Um, I'm going to run back out and grab Rolthor because he's the only one who knows anything about teleportation circles. Okay. Did we see anything? Did we feel anything? We're just now in a dark room. There was just a huge flash. Um, it was it was a little bit blinding. And now you're in a darker, and in fact, you're still seated, and you still have your drink and your food in front of you. Uh, awesome. You need me to come, too? Uh, no, nah, you, you just stay here and drink that beer. Actually, right. screw this. Okay. I'm going to run out, grab Bright Axe, and says, holy shit, they just got teleported. We need to take down that bartender and find out where the hell they've gone. We got to take the bartender down? Or we can just sure go through the that? circle ourselves. Do you know how to go through the circle? I don't know. Do I? I would think so. You have the spell, but it's kind of like um, you need to know the address. So the teleportation circle that they're in would be the teleportation circle for this bar. Right? Right. So we you need, need to know, know the, the teleportation the circle. Yeah. You need to know where they were going. Yeah. I'm going to look at my spells and see if I can... All right. I'm going to step in. Do I see the bartender? Yes. You do. All right. I'm going to walk up to the bartender. I'm behind him, jumping behind him. Like, tell him. What is I'm your... Good. What's your body language looking like? Very aggressive. Okay. Make an intimidation um, check. <laughs> gotcha. Um... <laughs> oh, it, it almost doesn't matter. I rolled shit. Uh, that's a ten. Okay, I I rolled way shittier than that. Okay, he, apparently he, it's not very intimidating when you have a little kobold tagging around at your your <laughs> heel. <laughs> that's right. Chris is making you roll with disadvantage. Um, all right. So he sees you kind of aggressively, kind of come in and snort, and he just turns and starts running for the back of the bar. Okay, um, 
Like the, uh, toward, toward the room that, that the guys had gone into. Like he's looking for someplace to buckle down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast a catapult. And can, with catapult, can you – can I, like, pull his foot and try to make him trip, or is that too much for the spell? No, you got to grab something and wing it at him. But it can be it can be anything. It's an improvised thing. Is there anything thing, so. I can throw in the way of his feet that I see? Can I just sorry, cast say that again? Person on him? Is there anything low near the ground that I could throw in front of his feet to make him trip? I mean, a bar stool or something. That's all I want, then. Okay. Cast catapult. Try to... Could I not just cast? So you see me take out a ball bearing, and I take it. I, I say a word to it, and I wing it down on the floor, and it rolls right towards the uh, bar stool. It's like it knows exactly where to go on the bar stool. It touches the bar stool, and the bar stool flies to the left in front of him as he runs. Okay, and that, so how does catapult work? Is that you making an attack? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the object would strike a creature, that creature must make a dex saving throw. On a failed save, the object strikes the target. Okay, what's the DC? Uh, DC is Oof. 16. Okay, I got a total of 9. So um, you hit him, uh, and he just kind of – he stumbles forward a little bit and, and skids – uh, he lands literally right in front of that door, and he's trying to get up and just kind of, you know, crawl crawl into there. Right. I'm going to try to grapple him. Okay. I'm going to try to grapple him. Okay, go for it. Nope. That's a little better. That's a strength <laughs> check. Yeah. 24. Uh, yeah, you definitely – you, you – um, you grab him. You've got him in kind of a half Nelson, and you're rubbing his face into the doorframe. But I just want to grab him. Once I get a good grip on him, I'm just going to pick him up by the nape of the neck, uh, his coat or whatever, and where did our friends go? You see a lot of people around the bar starting to get up, and some are backing off, and some are drawing knives. Like, they're not sure what to think of this. Um, but they do see a large minotaur who is um, – Who's, who's going after their, their, you know, their normal barkeep. So um, he's like, I, 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 I don't know. I was just told to get all you guys in that room. I, 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 you didn't all go. I don't know what to do. Who told you? Where would they who have gone? We could have taken them. Who would know? You got to tell us now, man. We walked in here just to get a beer and meet some people, and then you come across and try to get us teleported to God knows where, and now our friends are gone. What about these other people? You going to do that to them too? I didn't teleport anybody. I, 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 I just was told to get you in the room. I was told to Who get you told in you? the room. Who told you to? The guy paying me. What uh, guy? Hartel, whatever his name is. What's his name? Hartel? Hartel. That's all I know. Where can I find him? I don't know. I'm going to give him a big shake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm right. to turn around and yell out to the bar. Does anybody know where this Hartel guy is? I've got golden if they do. Uh, make a make a persuasion check, but make it with disadvantage. There are some people that are angry here. And I'm going to touch your shoulder and give you some little guidance. I'm going to need more than that, buddy. I know you are. <laughs> every I'm little bit. I'm at charisma, so this is great. That's all I've got control time. Let's see here. Okay. I got... Um, Sorry, I got the guy. I got uh, twelve. Eleven. Sorry, eleven. Yeah, they're not they're not having it. 
Okay. Um, a couple of them are taking steps forward. Like it's starting to feel a little crowded in there. Now the way they're doing it, if you if you go back, it's toward the room. If you want to surge forward and get out the bar, then you have to kind of go through the crowd. It's your call. What about that door he was heading to? It was the door to that room. Screw it. Let's go in the room. Take him in there with us. Lock the door. In the room with the guy. Lock the door so these little mothers don't come in after us. Let's go. In the room we go. I'm going to turn so he's between me and the crowd and back in. Okay. Um, You guys make it through the door, although Bright Axe, it's kind of like, you know, when you – when you, you know, when when you buy like a uh, like a playhouse for your kids or something, it's hard for you to get through that door. You got to kind of duck down and, and you know get in. And it's it's easy enough to do, but you're just like, oh my god, this is a little humiliating. Um, so you're able to do that. Um, not the not the cool exit I was hoping for. Yeah, no, not at all, not at all. You are able to drag uh, drag him through though. You want to um yeah i know i know um you are able to drag him through um and you get into the room and are you closing the door behind you or what are you doing oh closing and locking okay so you're in the room and he looks down and he's as surprised as anybody to see a lot of his carpet (laughs) is fucking gone insight check insight check all right are you saying he's really surprised or is it like fake roll your insight check natural 20 yeah, he is confused and scared shitless, and you see um, some drops of urine coming out of his boots. Oh, I've done that before. I get that. You're scared shitless. Shitless or piss? Wouldn't it be more like we scared the piss out of him? Ah, ah, ah. What are you going to do? Okay, real simple, buddy. How do we get to this guy? You got to have something because you met with him up to get the money. So give us a he, clue. He came to me. He came to me. I don't know. He came to me. He said to get you guys in this room and not to worry about it after that. That's what he told me. That's what he paid me for. He, he paid right. me. He pulls out a coin purse. He's like he, he, he gave me this. That's all it is. I'm going to take the coin purse. Okay. I'm going to say that's for the trouble you're causing. Okay. Add um, 100 gold pieces to your gold inventory. Okay. Well, guys, what do we do from here? We're kind of up a creek without a paddle and a bunch of pissy guys back there. Well, I'm always in for a good fight. Well, it looks like that's what we're going to have to do is fight our way out. We could back our way out with the guy, <laughs> throw him at the crowd, and run like hell. That's always an option. We have I, hit the, I hit the fingernail and I say, what is going on out there? Uh, summary. Uh, we have the bartender in a locked room. We've questioned him. He has no clue where you guys have gone to. And everybody's pretty pissed outside. So we're trying to figure a way to get out. Uh, we haven't gone anywhere. We're sitting at the table. It got all dark in here now. Wait. Uh, yeah, yeah. That. Oh, can't talk to him. <laughs> you're still in the room right now we haven't left we're sitting here we've got our food and our drink but now it's dark there was a flash of light and we're just sitting here i hate to break it to you but there was a teleportation circle below there and 
you're not anywhere in this room. We're standing, you know, we're in it right now. Karanthud? I'm going to light a candle. That's the first thing <laughs> I would have done. All right. You um you light a candle and the room it's almost blinding because it was so dark for you. Uh the room lights up and it's just it's black brick all the way around. All that is in the room is the circle of carpet that teleported in, all the furniture that came with you, so the tables and chairs and the food and the drink, and the two of you. And there is no visible exit. How tall is the ceiling? Uh, it's about, it's a decent sized ceiling, actually. It's about 15 foot up, but even it, it's, it appears to be stone, like carved out of rock. <clears throat> it's a little rough. It's not, it's not quite cave rough, but it's a little rough as well. Do I still sense Grix? You do, and you sense it, 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 it's almost like it went from this everywhere and nowhere at once to pinpoint 60, 80 yards away. I look under the rug. Stone floor. Teleportation stone floor. Is there a teleportation circle? There is. It appears that we have been teleported somewhere else. But this room can't possibly be shut in. Someone had to make this circle and cast a spell on it. So let's uh, let's find a way out. I find a way out. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's amazing! It just happens. I mean, if nothing else, I have a hammer. I can just knock my way out. That's true. Um, <laughs> I make the, uh, each of you make an investigation check. Twelve. Eighteen. Natural 18. twelve. Okay. Um, you guys are knocking around. Kranta, or Kranta, uh, Croker, you get to a point in the wall, and it's aimed in the direction that you feel like Grix is coming from, um, that appears very solid, but still, like, as you <laughs> knock on it, and it's, it's not knocking on it with your knuckles. It's like, it's like tapping on it with, you know, the hilt of your sword or something. Uh -huh. um, you can tell. It's like when you have a like a weird spot in your garage where it's a little bit hollow underneath where the floors, you know, when the soil settled into the house or whatever, and it right. kind of, it sounds like a little echoey, but it's still very solid. That's kind of the impression you get from it. There's something over here, Cronthud. Meep. Apparent Meep. Yeah. Apparently we've been teleported somewhere, but we're close Whoa. to Grix. No shit. I just said that. Where are you? Get, get, how, how can we get to you? Oh, wait, I got an idea. I got an idea. Describe the symbol on the ground. To describe it. All right, I have, I have Kronthud. Kronthud, Meep needs a description of this magical circle here. I, I whip out my notebook and my pencil, and I'm going to draw it. So I, I, I'll describe it as best I can as Cronthud would describe it since he's more magical than I. Totally sounds like this game of telephone is going to work perfectly. Let's do it. Well, Voss, Voss is in on this, so he can help me draw it correctly because he knows about teleportation spells. Oh, hold on a second. Can I, can I take the fingernail and put it onto him? Onto who? Onto Cronthud so he could talk to him directly. 
Um, you could. It would require. Doesn't it require? Um, oh yeah. Okay. It I don't think it requires attunement. If it doesn't require attunement, you guys have it in front of you. You would know. If it doesn't require attunement, then yeah, you can do that. I'll check. Because you would have better knowledge of what this looks like, correct, Cronthud? Right. So would that be like an Arcana check or something? See if it requires attunement first. Sorry, I'm not on a split screen, so it's taking forever to pull oh, up. Okay. Right All right. Um, Let's just play telephone. Okay. In that case, uh, make a performance check. Who? Who? Whoever's describing. That'd be you, Croker. Are you describing or are you tracing it? We're going to. You've said both, so I want to make sure I know which. He's going to be drawing it as we describe it. Yeah. Oh, okay, so. so Kronthod or Croker, you are describing it. You're not okay. Correct. Yes. Okay. But I but I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking at it and trying to read it and trying to explain the symbols and then Croker is going to relay it over the fingernail to Meep. You know what? I will let you make an Arcana check actually. What could possibly go wrong. Yeah, well you'll be you'd be you'd be proficient yeah. enough to be able to describe the symbols and with our placement and stuff like that. So uh, you can make it an Arcana or a performance check, whichever you prefer. Oh, I'm definitely going to do Arcana. I, <laughs> I got a 10. Okay. That's with a plus four. So roll Thor, you're basically, you know, he goes through this really long list, and what you basically get is it's a circle with some symbols around it. Oh, yes. Those circles. Yeah. I have no idea where they are. Trying to get things to work here. Hmm. Well, let's. Uh, do you sense any kind of? Is there any kind of magic or anything in that area that you said, Croker? Yeah, well, I I go back to banging on this wall. Okay. Um, You're banging the wall. What are you doing you, this time? As you do that, something lights up behind you, and you guys both turn and you see. Um, you see Grix standing there. And he just, he looks, he's looking specifically at Croker and he just says, greetings. I pop my axes. Okay. Does he make a move? Nope. He's just standing there. Well, hello. What are you doing here? What am I doing here? I've been hired to kill you. That's what I'm doing here. I've already done that once. As have you, which is why we're talking instead of swinging blades right now. I pop my axes back. Okay. What do you want to talk about? I don't want either of us to die here, necessarily. But if I have to make a choice, it's going to be you. Oh, it's going to be me? Yeah, it's going to be you. I think you needed help last time. <laughs> I think we've each grown since then. So, what's your play here? What are you doing? Is that him asking me? Yeah. Or is you asking? Oh. No, that's him asking you. Well, I'm here to kill you. And nobody hired me to do it. I'm just doing it on my own. 
because I killed you once and you came back. So now you're wasting my time getting me through my list. Mm. Uh huh. I'm going to take out a gold coin, my one gold coin. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to flick it at him and see if he's real. Okay. Um, make an attack with it. <clears throat> um, what would I use? Uh, just proficiency? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah, just it's a dexterity check. Great decks? Okay. Uh, 15. 15. Um, he just sidesteps it. Does it bounce off the wall and hit him in the back? No. <laughs> I'm pretty strong. So what are we doing here, Croker? Are we going to go at it again? I think or are we my... going to come to some kind of understanding? Let's come to some understanding before I kill you. <laughs> I need to understand what we're doing here. Who hired you to kill me again? Same guy that hired me to kill you the first time. So the job wasn't done, is that what it is? You're well, having the job was job. The job was done and, and well I Apparently, I didn't do it well enough. But then neither did you, their friend. So here we are. How did you come back? Does he have a, does he have a cutthroat? He does not. He what? Does. Broker, um, you would notice because you have a relatively high perception. Um, he looks very, very similar, um, but not the same. Almost like... Uh, Almost like a really closely resembling brother, but not the same person. Like almost like an identical twin, but not the same person. Aha. Uh -huh. So how'd you come back then, Grix? That's not up for discussion. I want to know if we can come to an amicable, mm -hmm. amicable end to this. I don't need you chasing me. I have work to do. I don't know if I could turn it off. This is this is out of this is dungeon master question. Can I turn off the? Can I can I decide that my uh, vengeance is slaked and I can move on to the next person? You don't know, but it's probably a safe assumption. That it all depends on his idea of if he thinks he's done or not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's you know how you can. Tell yourself sometimes that you're over something, but you're not really over it. Okay. If you truly felt like you were over it or truly felt like you forgave him, it would probably turn off. All right. <laughs> but if I don't want to be... Kothor shockingly is shaking his head. Kothor's upset we're not already killing him. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't understand why you would even consider this is a guy that... You're... I'm walking over and picking up my uh, gold coin. Okay. He's kind of <laughs> keeping his distance from you. How about I tell you, and I won't kill you right now. I'm looking for answers. And I think my friend here has a couple of questions for you as well. What are the answers that you're seeking? Well, I want to know who paid you to kill me. I have a list. Same guy as last time. It was Deepwater. 
He's still alive. He's still alive. I, I'm not hearing any of this over the fingernail, fingernail no. am I, by like just some eavesdropping type of, you forgot to turn it off or something. No, I did not no, turn it off. No, no, that's not how it works. Sorry. So then if it was deep water, then how did you come back? I clearly slit your throat, but yet I don't see anything resembling my marks. You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Uh, I'm standing in front of you, so I kind of am all down with the resurrection thing right now. Uh, everyone in this room has died once or twice before. I think we would believe your story. I didn't really die so much as I moved and came back. So are you in a new body? Yes. Oh. I didn't expect that to be a yes. <laughs> <laughs> and whose body is that then? I don't know. Clearly looks like he was related to my last body. Wait. Your last body was not your original body either. He was my host. Great. Well, what the frack does that mean? <laughs> it's, I've, I've been completely honest with you. It's my host. I have a job to do here. I don't need you chasing me. I said, do you... That's what it comes down to. Do you work for the Black Dragon? Uh, make an insight check. Yeah, I'm good at that. That is a 25. Ooh, nicely done. That's my best. He is, um, he's to your kind of what you see, um, he's clearly had some sort of training to not let shit like that affect him. Um, but you notice his, his pupils kind of go wide. He's really surprised to hear you say that. You get, and you gather that, yes, that's probably the case just by his reaction. Or that he knows something about that anyway. Do you want to stop working for the Black Dragon? I don't know who you're talking about. I believe you know who Abaxis is. And then he kind of looks to the side. And then he just disappears. There he goes. And everybody else teleports in. What? Poof. Look, hi guys. Uh, Meep, you're on. You're on mute. You're on mute. Finally, mute, the way that we like mute. What? mute. what just happened? What? Meep, I hey. think we just met one of your countrymen. What? Um, first of all, all of you make all of you who just jumped in make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Roll through, what'd you get? Uh, I, I gotta use my phone, so I gotta find, let's see, dexterity, you said? Yeah. Oop, I died. I only got an eight. You only got an eight, okay. And uh, who else? 11. 
Eight and eleven. Okay, Meep, you're fine. Awesome, you're fine. Here, yep. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, you're fine. All right. So oh, the bartender. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did he make it? Is he Roll four. You pop into the room, um, and you pop in. You feel yourself kind of pop next to, like, like almost into, but it kind of shoves <laughs> away from you. Uh, but you take you, you take three points of damage from basically teleporting into a table. The way it works ah. is it's a part of you, but it pops back out. But um, it did hurt a little bit. Um, and then the bartender. You said three. Yeah, just three. It was very little. Um, yeah, the bartender does the exact same thing. Um, and he goes down. He all of a sudden is on the floor in massive pain because he's a NPC and has almost no hit points. <clears throat> Uh, but the bartender not often I'd be dead. Yeah, right. All right. So you guys are all in the same big dark room that's brick. What you gonna do? <laughs> Meep, we just met one of your countrymen, I believe. Some what was his name? Well, he paraded around as Grix, whom I killed once before. And this wasn't the same Grix. When I killed him, the body he was in died, or as he called it, what did he call it, Kronthod, a host? Host, yes. Much like your body is not your own, Meep. Yeah, I've heard people discuss it that way. I mean, that's the way some people treat it. Those are usually people who jump around a lot, but I, I just got to know. Did he mention his job or his mission or who was in control of him? His job oh. is to assassinate Kroger. Well, it, it just... Kroger? That's his whole job? He didn't mention anything else he might have to do? No, he had something else to do, and he just wanted, didn't want me on his tail so trying to stop you were, him. His, his mission to you was a complication. Yes. Okay. And he did not take kindly to us mentioning Abaxis. Well, I mean... It's a scary name for a lot of us on the other side. Um, Where did this Grix go? Yeah, we were talking to him, and Cronthud asked if he wanted to join us. He kind of looked to the side and then just disappeared. Chappie, would I know, like, here's a guy that we just met who evidently works for Abaxis, can use a teleportation circle, and then disappears at will. Like... Do I have any idea of what level of, like, where that guy would be at in the hierarchy? Hierarchy, Like, he wouldn't be at my level, like, spy. Make, a, make an insight check. Or, or just a general intelligence check, whichever's better for you. All right. Um, I got a natural 17 with some pluses. I'm just, my internet's moving kind of slow tonight. Sorry. That's okay. Um, so... <clears throat> He seems a little on the – one of two things is probably going on here. Um, he seems a little powerful, like, magic-wise, for a simple assassin, right? right? So your guess is he's either an assassin who's working with someone who can do the magic whammy, or he's somebody super high level who, um, who you wouldn't want to fuck with. I'll say that to uh, to the group. Well, either he's got somebody he's working with, or it was a good idea for you not to fuck with him. 
Well, he was very, very insistent on us not, or very insistent on me to stop my pursuit. Do I still sense him? How close is he? He's still very close. So here's what's strange to me. The soul of this guy is different, but you still sense him. So is your sense capability driven off the body or the spirit of the person? It's got to be the body. That I don't know. But it's a different body. It was a different body, so it must be the soul. Because I'm trying to find the people that killed me. So you're thinking that the soul of this guy killed you because it sounds like he did. So he was related in killing you. And then why would a Baxus want you dead? I don't think he was a Baxus was trying to kill me. It's still deep water. Oh. It must be his cover for while he's in this nation, in this in this plane. Who is Deepwater, by the way? I don't think you've ever really told us much about him. Uh, Deepwater, uh, Deepwater wasn't Deepwater one of the leaders of uh, Alftrag? Meep, you know him. He's the one who was um, on the other side of your ship, too. You found that out at one point. He was the one who was, when you had that box in the hotel or whatever it was, he was the one giving you coin, all that kind of stuff. Um, he was a uh, advisor to um, um, whichever Garlock was. A, uh, it wasn't a dam. It was uh, the the other Garlock brother. Um, yeah. Was he was a top level advisor, top tier advisor to him. You guys, as you start to have this kind of discussion, you hear a rumbling, and you look over and you see the bricks. You know how in Harry Potter the <laughs> Diagon Alley starts doing this thing and the bricks start to fold and open up and stuff like that. Um, a doorway opens up. Um, and at this point, um, we need to make a choice. I need to, either we can continue for another hour, hour and a half, whatever you think it'll take. Um, we can quit, uh, either way I need a break cause I got a whiz. So which do you want to do? <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and whiz? Why don't okay. you go ahead and whiz and we could discuss. I'll be right back, um, but as the door opens, um, it opens into a relatively brightly lit chamber. Um, and I'll leave it at that. I'll describe when I get back. I'll be right back. I totally want to keep going, but I, you know, all joking aside, I, I do, I mean, I'm doing like 11 hour days. So. Yeah, I can, I can I, go either way. I'd really prefer not to continue on as much as I want to. I respect that, Matt. Yep, I'm okay with that. Sorry, yeah, guys. Really It'd be that. totally cool to keep going. Oh, kiss my ass, Roll Thor. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, Matt? When I wake up tomorrow at 8.30... Or <laughs> Shut your fucking damn dirty yeah. mouth. 8.30? Why are you going to get up so early? Yeah, why are you getting up so early? <laughs> well, I expect my students to be uh, learning by 9 o'clock, so... You don't have to be there for that. True, true. What do you have to do for the e-learning? I just have to be there to answer questions in case they need them. You're not doing any type of, you and Chris aren't doing any type of Zoom teaching or anything like that? No, we've done a couple Zoom conferences, but just to see. Colleges aren't even doing that, dude. What? The colleges aren't even doing Zoom learning. The 
What? The triplets teacher at nine thirty every day does a Zoom lesson. My kids, really? My kids' high school yeah. teacher, yeah, their English teacher. Um, got, they all discussed, and then they broke off into smaller groups. Did a project, part of a project, and then came back and talked about it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, but how you many guys got all the good class? teachers? <laughs> what do you say, Chris? Like, how do I do a hundred? I guess I can sign. Well, no, for yeah, I mean, individually. The triplets, yeah. yeah, the triplets class. It's like twenty-two kids that are getting on there. And then Michelle, Michelle does something at like ten or ten thirty for. Uh, she only does it for like twenty minutes. She does her. Uh, circle of feelings thing circle. where they talk about yeah community so she does that for like 20 you minutes to drum out kind of wow okay oh hey look who's back sorry i drank two beers and they were knocking on the door sorry about that we so, we decided we're going to call it for the evening so that Hotham can go to sleep and get get up for work oh awesome you got an 11 hour day you remember <clears throat> chaffee you remember what getting up for work was like don't you I do, I do. Wow. Oh. Ouch. Yes. Oh.